Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstead. Hello and welcome, magic folk, to This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. I am your host, Matt Olson. Over there, we have Danny Oakstead. What's up? We're missing JB tonight because he has some adulting to do. But this is not a news episode right now. This is another special interview podcast. We got the creators of Moxfield on with us tonight, Harry and John. You guys, welcome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. All right, so we're going to be jumping straight into this. We got personal questions we're going to ask you real quick to get to know you, your uh, magic style and stuff, and then we'll just jump right into the Moxfield questions. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. So for the audio listeners out there, which one is Harry and which one is John? <laughs> I'm Harry. And I'm John. Awesome. Outside of Moxfield, y'all have uh, jobs. Do you, what, what are your jobs? What do you do outside of making a website? We do both have full-time jobs. I am head of design at my company. And uh, I have a uh, small consulting company. And I basically make other websites for real money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it in the same uh, the same pool, though. Yeah, yeah. I think what works great with me and Harry is that, you know, we both do this for a living. Like, the same skills we're bringing to Moxfield, we do, you know, in the real world. And that's what helps us make the site so, you know, come out so well. And the site does look amazing. Just want to say that right here, right now. Uh, that's all Harry, actually. If anything you see is Harry. <laughs> Anytime the site's, you know, fast or slow, that's me. So, Harry, do you and, also do, like, design and stuff? Like, uh, graphic design? I don't do as much lately, but um, this is a, a weird thing for me to talk about because prior to being head of design at my company right now, I was uh, just an engineer uh, working on websites, software. So I made a pretty big transition in my life. I took an opportunity uh, working with some people that I had worked with at a prior job, uh, went to a startup and took an opportunity to work on design. And it's been very, very challenging. The the transition from that one sector to the new one or... Yeah, absolutely. I, I've been an engineer for 20 some years now and all of a sudden switching to design full time is, is a big transition. And I mean, I love design and I like working on it. Um, but it, it's a huge change and, uh, I met a lot of problems along the way, a lot of challenges to overcome. Mainly sucking at design sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get better without trying. That is one thing for sure. Absolutely. Hopefully what you end up seeing is that with every iteration of design changes at Moxfield, things are getting slowly better. <laughs> with the help of a lot of our users telling us what sucks. And we're definitely going to cover you guys' uh, quick response because I'm on your guys' Discord and you have your uh, bug, uh, your bugs and your suggestion tabs and stuff, and you guys are very responsive on there. 
it is it, it it's kind of like a breath of fresh air to know that y'all like clearly put effort and time and love and passion into this and it shows it really shows yeah this is Thank absolutely you. a passion project for us okay before we deviate off too far we gotta know do y'all play magic what got you into magic <laughs> i'll let john answer the question first because it'll be quick yeah yeah my answer is <laughs> underwhelming unfortunately um i i used to play magic and as i guess i was kind of into it i had a big shoebox full of cards and everything uh never into it technically or anything it's just you know i think it was high school i was like oh cool magic you know um but uh yeah i kind of fell off the wagon and um i'm kind of just in it for the tech that i get to work with to actually build the site now um and it, you know i i always joke around that like you know harry's like oh you, should, you get back into magic get back to magic and i see the the caliber of people we have on our site and like they're like tweaking every variable and you know like for getting the best combinations of everything and i'm like that that learning curve is just way too high right now <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just tapping out here i'll, I'll build the api that's fine <laughs> so, yeah one day yeah but <laughs> Just go burn, simple. Just play your cards. So, yeah, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was actually a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, John. I thought you were going to say no. Right. <laughs> Beautiful backstory um, on that as well. For, for me, I probably started around the same time John did, and that was right after Magic came out in like 1994-ish time frame. I played for several years uh like many people i dropped out of the game for a while sold everything and then around cons block i fully came back in and i've been playing ever since so from the beginning you were in so uh coming back in cons was it edh uh commander that brought you back in uh a little bit of a mixture um i didn't know what commander was immediately so coming back in, it was, you know, drafting, going to pre-releases. Then I started playing standard. And when I started getting tired of standard, I started hearing about commander a lot more. Um, and there's that brewing excitement that comes with commander and kind of fell in love with that aspect of it, which is what I had always liked about magic in general, deck brewing. Yeah, I know for uh, for me, for sure, the deck brewing part, you're just thinking of all the different interactions and stuff that you can do. It doesn't have to be optimized or like tweaking to the optimal thing. It's just like, I got these five cards that are going to do this stupid thing, and it's yeah. going to be great. I love it. We'll get John to love it, too. <laughs> so for sure, you're working on an amazing product for it. You have the tools right in front of you to be deck brewing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, next, your guys is uh, well. J John does. You don't play as much, but do you have a preferred color, both of you, that you play with? Like, what what color pie do you be? You feel more part Devour. of? Devour. Yeah, I I can I have an answer to this, and it has changed over the years. I w was always a blue player, and the more I've been playing Commander, the more I'm becoming a green player. I, I would still say Simic is is where my heart is, but um, I, I would always say that I hated green, but then I realized that most of my decks are green, 
and I can't get enough ramp in my life. Yeah, if you're playing commander, green's hard not to play with. Yeah. Unless you want to spend money, and that's where expensive cards are, <laughs> not in green. I spent way too much. <laughs> <laughs> my wallet weeps at night. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of remember having like a big green deck, but I have no idea how to classify it past that. <laughs> big green is the best way to describe it because no matter who you tell in any faucet of magic, you say big green, they'll know exactly what you're talking about. Nice. <laughs> Back in my day, it was stompy. Oh, good old stompy. It just feels so <laughs> aggressive when you call a deck stompy. I love it. Uh, do you guys have a certain card that you enjoy that you always like try? You, you, the first card that you think about when it comes to magic that you enjoy playing? Do you? Oh, have I got this one. I definitely. Hold on. <laughs> uh, so my my full name is John Tull. And there is a card that I just referenced in all my testing for the for the, for the site and everything, the Jodel Worm. It's just my name minus the N, which kind of it's a sign, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Jodel Worm. I don't even know that one. It's from Ice Age. Yeah, yeah. Did I just teach you something about magic? <laughs> <laughs> so I, for, I, I believe so. For <laughs> a little history on us, we started playing uh just a little bit before you, you both got back in, we started at Return to Ravnica about Danny and I and, and, and stuff. Yep. So, like, our knowledge from there forward is okay, but further back, it's still, we still piece it together sometimes. <laughs> like, we, don't, we are by no ways, any mean shape or form, these high-end magic players that you see online. <laughs> we just love the game. Awesome. Mind, mind you guys that uh, we were born three years after magic started. Or three years before magic started, so <laughs> we're we're young. I feel so old. Harry, did you have a card? Absolutely. The first thing that popped into my head as soon as you said that was Tatiova, Benthic Druid. There we go. There we go. Oh and I'm God. very excited about the new the new Tatiova. I don't even know how to say the name. AC AZ. Oh man, yeah, you got you got me on how to pronounce that one. But one more mana does the exact same thing, and it's it's a kraken, right? I don't, I don't even know. I'm just excited about it. <laughs> yeah, so, that's uh, that's my favorite card today. I would say, and any of my friends would uh, would be able to tell you that when that card drops. I think a close a close second is a comma. Um, okay. Those those are the two all stars of my my pet deck, which is uh, a K and T deck, Kanaya Centiro of Melitus. There we go. So EDH is that your preferred uh, format to be playing Magic? Whenever you guys get a chance, pretty to? much, pretty much all I play, and usually casual. Even though Moxfield has a huge competitive crowd, uh, my local group is is mostly casual. Okay. Commander is just always better, We're just down. casual. Just sit back, have some have some nachos, have some drinks, and you're just <laughs> casting big spells at each other. Matt, none of your decks are casual. What are you talking about? <laughs> Casually comparative. <laughs> <laughs> One last question that we're gonna cover here in the in the magic realm before we jump into the Mox Field specific questions. Sure. Do you all have a favorite planeswalker? 
Mm. No. <laughs> There's that short answer you're looking point. for. <laughs> my uh, my answer may not surprise you, but my favorite planeswalker is Nissa Voidal Force. Is that the one that makes the uh, the uh, plant tokens right? That came out in Zendikar, not Zendikar. No, so so Nissa Voidal Force can ultimate on the second turn. It's out. And it essentially makes an emblem that's landfall draw a card. There we go. I feel like Danny has that in one of his decks. It really should be in every green deck. Well, every casual green deck. I don't know. I might. Can't remember. <laughs> it might be in my Naya deck, but I don't know. She's almost too late game for that deck. Late my game? Deck. You're playing competitive? Yeah. No. My, my, uh, my Naya deck can ramp quickly. It's not, it's not CDH because of my commander, but the deck itself can. High power. You're going pretty quick. Yeah, so. I have uh, I have a set of, call them guidelines that I try to brew my decks around, uh, that prevent fast games in that manner. Uh, for myself at least, I don't play infinite combos. I don't play stacks cards. I don't play cards that steal other people's cards. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Makes sense. Hey Matt, you should you should send Matt that list. Have him play Wyatt. <laughs> I play fast magic. I got Nekusar. So when damage when you're drawing cards, you're taking damage. It gets you closer to ending the game. <laughs> this is why my deck is as fast as as it as it is is because yeah. of his decks. I as as my group has slowly become more and more competitive. You start to slide. And everybody starts escalating and then it just becomes as competitive as people can afford or the time that they can brew in their decks to make it more competitive. Yeah. Quickly slides. Every play group goes through through phases like that. And then it's like, okay, okay. We all got a little out of hand here. Let's take it a step back (laughs) or two or ten. (laughs) Everyone stops talking to everyone. (laughs) Yeah, it's happened a couple times. Okay, so now we want to give you guys a chance to just talk about Moxfield here. So we're going to start off with where did the idea for Moxfield come from? Like, how long has this been a thing? Um, To preface this before we jump in, like Danny and I, we just found your guys' site on Reddit probably like two months ago. Someone shared a deck list on there. We opened it and we're like, how do we not know about this sooner? This site is amazing comparative to all the other ones out there. So we want more people to have that experience as quick as possible. Right. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully we can get you some more, uh, more people your way after this, because yes, definitely. No, like it caught us by surprise, you know, like you had all these other deck sites and stuff where it's just like, Oh yeah. You know, they're all just like cookie cutter and stuff. But then, I don't know. It seems like you guys are definitely trying to be that social media esque of deck sharing because you can, you know, leave comments, likes, and follows and stuff like that as well. Yeah, there's still so much to do. Oh, you're stressing Harry out. my brain immediately goes to all the things that we need to do. Okay. But it, the um, the story of of Moxfield is uh, a very long time coming so john and i used to work 
together. We went to high school together and we built a product together a long time ago for AOL's instant messenger. And so we always kind of had this uh, ability to, to work on software together. And that was kind of always there since we started working together. And in the meantime, John stopped playing magic, but I had always continued to play magic. And so this is a long time ago and it's hard for me to kind of remember everything. So that's why I'm babbling through this, but, um, long time ago, I used to have a piece of software that I built called MTG. And that was essentially what cockatrice cockatrice, however you say it. Um, it was essentially that, but it was something that I had built, um, trying to learn a new development language. Okay. And all of my friends had moved away for college and I moved away for college and we didn't have a way to play magic together anymore. So I built this program and nobody ended up using it because all of my friends were on Macs and I was on windows and I just couldn't get them to switch over to play. So that, that project kind of died, but I had always wanted to continue working on something. So I thought about converting it to a website so that it would be platform independent and we could all play together. But that, that never took off. I, I never got the time or energy to rewrite everything and build it into a website. In the meantime, um, I had been using tapped out to build decks and share them with my friends and stuff. And I never really took to it. it I'm, I'm very picky about my aesthetics for a website and tapped out just didn't have an aesthetic that worked for me. And so I started getting the idea of instead of rebuilding MTG entirely, I could rebuild just the deck portion of it and build a website to share decks. And I had started working on that probably in like 2012, just tossing around ideas, building little things here and there, but nothing ever took off. It never went anywhere. I never devoted time and energy to it, to the way that you need to, in order to ship something great. So I did a couple iterations and different projects trying to get this going. And then finally, probably in 2015, I started working on the first version of Moxfield and it only worked on your browser. It didn't work over the internet. And it, it was enough of a proof of concept to prove that this could be a thing that people liked. And so I approached John and I was like, look, I'm not going to be able to do anything with this website. There's too much to do and let, unless I have some help and uh, honestly, it, it, I'm very fortunate that John <laughs> agreed to wanting uh, to work on this because otherwise it would have never happened. I tried to warn him too. I said, Harry, I don't even play magic. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that's why I brought up the, the project from a long time ago, because we had that, we had that desire to work together and 
here we are looking at a project where over the, whatever the time span since we had worked together, John, I don't know, was it like five, 10 years or five, five Something years? Like yeah. We had both started to specialize in our, in our industry. John started specializing on backend development. I started to specialize on front-end development. And so this project came up and it was a perfect opportunity where our skills complemented each other completely. And we were able to build something where I truly believe there was a need in the industry. Uh, I know a lot of people love tapped out and I know it, it does a ton of things. I mean, it's been around for forever, but I believe that where sites on the internet have been going, think uh, Twitter and other modern sites like that. Uh, you, when you look at tapped out, you, you don't see that. I, I don't see that. I, I don't mean to, to talk down about tapped out. Again, I am very picky about my aesthetics. And when I see tapped out, I don't see a Twitter like modern site. And yeah. so I saw an opportunity there that to try to bring that to magic. And I, I know we have uh, a lot of ground to cover and a lot of things to do, but that is our intention is, is to make a modern deck building site. Yeah. Tapped out definitely looks dated as compared to Moxfield. There are a surprising number of people that love the way that it looks. Yeah, understandable. Because you know, you, you, sometimes you still look at Reddit and how the the threads yeah. <laughs> threads look there. It's like this seems like yeah. this could be done a little better, a little cleaner. But yet right. here we are going through Reddit on yeah. all these threads. So to, <laughs> definitely to each their own. But you, I don't know, you can't discount the fact that you know modernizing things is something that people do look for. And Moxfield hit the nail on the head in my opinion here like oh. to anyone that may be listening trying to build their own deck builder it is a herculean task so good luck <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have integration with scryfall here I, I i'm not much into the development side of making websites so i am like as dumb as a box of rocks when it comes to this so when it uh, is there like a, a file sharing that you all do? Or is there like uh, some forms that you have to sign to be able to get like the card images, all the information, the rules and all that to come onto your website? Or like, how does that process work? Because, you know, we enjoy Scryfall searching cards here on uh, This Week in MTG. And oh, yeah, for sure. Sorry, Matt. No, no, no. It's fine. So, yeah, no. Uh, Scryfall integration here. Is that the appropriate word to use for it? Yeah, um, yeah, we they they offer their data in bulk, and um, you know we we take advantage of that for sure. Uh, we also have our live searching done against their website, their their API. Um, so you know we get we get the data into our system uh, in those bulk processes, and then um, you know people can do the searching, and when when they search, we match it up with the data we already imported, and all that stuff happens on, on my side. Um, and I, th I think, yeah, they, um, we have disclaimers at the bottom of our site, you know, saying we're using them, giving them credit, et cetera. Yep, so. yep. Essentially, though, they provide this service for free. That That is part of what they do. Right. They allow people to use APIs to do searches and look up card data. 
and a lot of the other MTG sites also use Scryfall. Okay, and so it's just like a a simple like plug and play kind of thing where you're able to uh, hook Mox, Moxfield up to that to be able to. Yeah, yeah, we have our own you know structure of storing the card data and everything on our side. There's an import process, and yeah. Okay, that is very good to know. Uh, so your guys' choices as well for in like the deck builder portion here. Uh, I want to talk about in the deck builder, like when you start, you know, selecting your cards, you type in the card name, you can put the number that you want in and your ability to, uh, after you add it in, you can like change the, change what version of the card that you're using. If you can put it into the side, you can move to the sideboard, move it into the considering board, or you can tag it in all your tags that you have uh, in your hub functions. You want to talk about, is there, is there more to like, you want to uh, talk about with that when it comes to the deck builder portion of this? Uh, there's not much to say about that functionality other than it's there, but I will say that most of that functionality came as suggestions from our users. And uh, I will say that we try really hard to listen to what people are saying and uh, the things that they're suggesting. And we try to implement what makes sense to us. Yeah, you guys have uh, a suggestion votes as well uh, for when people make suggestions. Uh, is this something that you all use to just like really hone in? Because I imagine all the suggestions that you get, and you can't like focus on everything that comes in. It needs to be like more funneled, right? Yeah, there, there's a lot of people making suggestions and everybody's passionate about what they are suggesting. So what we did was added a Discord bot that allows people to vote on the suggestions so we can get a better idea of what's more important to our general audience. Now, it's not deterministic. It's not like we go through there and say, oh, this has the highest votes. Let's work on this next. Uh, just unfortunately, you know, like we said in the very beginning of this podcast, John and I both have full-time jobs. Um, and we're pretty busy. So sometimes it's whatever strikes us and inspires us that we work on because that's the thing that we can get done. And then other times it's uh, our Patreon supporters. We definitely try to um, do some features that they're looking for and uh, keep them happy. And then other times we'll go through that suggestion list and we'll look for whatever has the most votes and say, okay, well, clearly a lot of people want this. Um, so let's take a look at that next. Okay, so I see that we're getting a little close to uh, ending here. You guys had a recent updates on some patches and stuff. Uh, you want to talk about some of those that you picked? And like, I don't know, it's looking at, I think looking at what you guys, how quickly you tackle getting these changes fixed is like super important. Like how, you know, to show that, you know, you guys are, Tending the site. Yeah, it's hard to speak about one particular patch. We we patch uh, or release uh, probably once or twice a day. Would you say, John? At least, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah. So there's there's a lot happening. It's it would be hard to pick out one specific feature. I I can pick out one if, if or if there's something that comes to your mind, John. Um, I was just going to say that like a lot of the stuff I've been working on lately uh, doesn't even show up in the patch notes just because 
you know, we've been fortunate to have, you know, more and more users come into our site. And as the person manning or, uh, you know, driving the, uh, the, the, the operation side of things, that's, that's a headache for me in a good way uh, to stay ahead of that and be optimizing code and, you know, allocating more resources and, you know, just my, my main uh, focus has been performance for like the past, what would you say, Harry, like month and a half, two months, at, at least, yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm doing that most of the time. And then it's like, um, Harry would be like, okay, let's, 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 let's give you a break. Let's, let's do something, do something fun real quick, you know, lock out a cool little feature that he needs my help with, you know, to, to tie into the back end, and we'll do that. And then, you know, get back to it. But, um, I guess the last big thing that we did, John, like a big kind of scary change for us was the huge redesign that I did to the deck pages. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, that was mainly scary because I had no idea if people were going to like it or not. And, um, there was a lot of code that went into the change, but the goal of that change was to increase user interaction. Um, we had people, well, one of the first designs I did, um, kind of uh, sorry if you just heard my cat hiss i have animals that are attacking each other so it, anyway the when the original design before this big header change we we didn't really care that much about liking and commenting and following I, obviously we cared about it we implemented those features but there weren't a lot of people on the site so people weren't using those features that much uh, using the features that much. So in my designs, they kind of were downplayed and the more and more users we were getting, the more and more people were like, Hey, how do I like a deck? I can't even find this. And again, we tried to listen to what people are saying and the problems that people are having. So I knew that I had to make a change and I knew that I had to improve the ability to like and interact and comment with the, with the decks. So I would say that was probably the the latest big change we made. And now when you go to a deck, uh, one of the first functionality uh, or features that you see uh, underneath the name of the deck is liking and commenting and sharing. I was going to say, I, out of the few sites that I have used, first off was tapped out, was the first, first site. Then it was, uh, what was it? Was it Architect? No. There's one before Architect and then Architect. No. Stats? Maybe. I don't know. MTG, a couple ones I think at MTG Goldfish, I think I had one. Yeah. Or that was the second one. But yeah, this out of all of them is by far the easiest to use. I really appreciate that. And, and, and honestly, the best looking too. Before we, found, before we found this one, it was Architect that was the best looking just because of the way they had their cards laid out, the different ways you could see your cards. But then looking at this, is like, yep, this is now... Like, I'm, I'm literally looking at my deck right now, or at least one of them that I have on our th This Week in MTG uh, page. But it's... I like the list, and then you hover it over, and then you automatically pull up that card with the addition that you've chosen for that card and it's just great graphics everything's quick easy clean 
It's perfect. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, and also adding in the uh, the stats at the bottom where it counts up your pips and stuff for you, that makes it super easy trying to do land math as well. Like, okay, how many red sources do I need for this deck? Oh, I have uh, the, the deck is this much of the pips. Perfect. I need this many lands. Like, save, saves a bunch of hassle there. <laughs> and then the, the, the opening hands, really good. Um, so time is running out. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? Like, is there any big juicy updates or things that you're working on that you'd like to talk about right now? If, if not, that's fine. Like, feel no pressure. It's a lot of pressure there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's typical of Matt. <laughs> um, there, there's no particular feature for me. I, I, we have some stuff um, coming up that we've been telling our Discord users about. Uh, there's a couple things on the horizon. But I, I would say from a, a, on a day-to-day basis, I'm usually in there um, making small changes, so bug fixes and small features and updates. Um, so the, the thing I'll say to everyone is, is we, we try to iterate very quickly and we try to listen and try to make the, the best site that we can given the time that we have. Um, and that's what we will continue to do. Perfect. That is great to hear. Please, you guys, let us know uh, where people can find you on the social medias, your Patreon. We'll uh, put links and all that stuff in the description below, but here's your chance. Shout out everything you want <laughs> where you need to be followed. Uh, we don't have that many, so it's not going to take that long. We have Twitter and we have Patreon. And on uh, Twitter, we're MoxfieldMTG. And on Patreon, we're in Moxfield. Uh, so patreon.com slash Moxfield, um, twitter.com slash um, MoxfieldMTG. Uh, come to our Discord. Oh, yeah. Suggestions. Uh, links at the bottom of our site, moxfield.com. Perfect. Yeah, I just joined the Discord, so. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Hopefully, one of our mods will say hello to you. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, yep, yep, Saber did. Yep, he's nice. the best. <laughs> nice, Saber. <laughs> John, Perfect. Harry, thank you so much for coming on. Like, this means a lot to us. Uh, you know, we're just a small podcast, just wanting to shout out all the awesomeness in the magic community with these interviews and stuff. So, thank you for agreeing to this. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much for having us. And if you don't mind, maybe we'll hit you, hit you guys back up and like, three to four months and see what y'all have done over at Moxfield. Sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Good night. Bye.